What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Stuff with Spencer. I'm Spencer. I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me. So this is the deal. I'm brand new at this, and I want you to tell me what you think. I want you to give me feedback, positive or negative. I prefer negative, to be honest with you, because I only ever want to be bringing you guys value. So if you think that I could be doing better with X, Y, and Z, please tell me. Also, I want you to let me know some topics you'd like me to discuss. So hit me up on social media. On Instagram, it's at Spencer McSane, M-C-S-A-I-N. Facebook, same thing, Spencer McSane, M-C-S-A-I-N. Twitter, McBain585. That's M-C-B-A-N-E-585. Enjoy the episode. Thank you. All right, I'm not going to do a countdown. Um, we're just going to jump right into it. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good, man. Awesome. Um, so me and you were just kind of chatting, um, just kind of catching up for a minute there. But um, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the people who listen to my podcast probably also listen to yours. But just for the few people who are listening that might not know who you are, why don't you just tell me a little bit about, you know, who you are, what's your story, what you've been up to, how you found the group and, you know, that little thing. Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, you know, uh, my name is Eddie Rodriguez. Uh, for those who don't know me, um, found the group by uh, um, listening to Gary Vee on YouTube, you know. Uh, saw Taylor, wanted to, you know, see her journey. Um, when she created the group, I wanted to be part of it because I saw the value in being in this group, you know, the digital era. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since I started, uh, I've, I've made quality friends and say you know i have quality followers i say quality friends i feel like that is exactly what i what i've gotten out of it um and that's what it's all about you know um a little bit about about my backstory is uh my my parents are immigrants uh my mom moved i came to america um my dad stayed in mexico i guess they had like an argument or something so my mom came to america and uh raised four kids in the beginning, it was just two of us, but <laughs> now it's four. And, um, you know, she's, she's super strong, man. Like, that's the definition of a hard-working, dedication, you know, person. And I think that's where I get my drive from, you know. Um, seeing my mom going through all that, easily she could have, you know, given up. Easily she could have gone the wrong path. Easily she could have done things that were not right to make money. But no, she decided to, you know, work ethically she decided to work hard um i remember going to school being the first one in i was like five years old or something six years old um i remember being the first one in school and the last one to get picked up why because my mom was doing in overtime 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 so you know that's where the worth ethic ethics came from um other than that you know um, i'm married i got two beautiful girls and you know my wife and uh you know, I'm doing okay for myself right now, but definitely, uh, I'm trying to figure out how, how I can go to the next level, you know, um, listening to Gary V listening to all these giants and trying to, um, how do I say, uh, I guess, discover my niche. Uh, lately I've found something that I, that I love, which is my podcast, you know, upcoming entrepreneurs, um, 
but yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I love everything you just said, dude. I mean, I think you summed it up very well. And um, I know you and I have talked about it a little bit, but I've always been really impressed with your background, um, especially with your mom. Like, and I love how you talk about her. Um, cause I have so much respect for that kind of upbringing because like, I did not have that sort of upbringing at all. So it's like really humbling to yeah. you know, meet guys like you and hear your story and stuff. And like, you know, it's just crazy to think about how, you know, a woman can like, you know, come to America, not speak the language, raise a child, you know what I mean? And then like you fast forward 25 years, you know, and it's like, you know, and, and you're it, you know, like you're her kid. And it's just like, it's so cool that you know, if there's any sort of inspiration to take from that, it's the fact that like, you know, you don't got to be born, you know, with a silver spoon in your mouth. You don't got to yeah. be born with, you know, a hand at everything in your life. Like you can go out there and work for it. And that's like, in my opinion, that's like an even better way of earning it. Cause I feel like kind of like Gary talks about this a lot too, how like you kind of have this humility aspect and appreciation for, you know, like money or success or happiness. You have like a better appreciation or understanding for it um yeah came from such a such a different background yeah and 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 that's why i uh i strongly believe that where you grew up you know or you know your background your your um what do you say your your past does not define you yeah you know it's what you choose to be and what you choose to do with who you are you know and um, there's people who I've, you know, tried to coach, try to mentor friends, you know, uh, in the past. And, oh, Eddie, you don't understand. You know, uh, my dad tells me this. My mom told me this. I grew up here. And, I mean, being, being, not being too messed up or, you know, mean, but that all I hear is excuses, you know. Yeah. Um, and when we start realizing that uh, giving up those excuses and just doing what we need to do i feel like that's when we'll be happy one and two that's when we'll start seeing success yeah yep absolutely i totally agree i like um i want to touch on the friends thing that you brought up because i thought that was really interesting i want to get your perspective on because i know you and i have talked about it before like how a lot of the times when you kind of like start i always call it like an epiphany type moment when you kind of like have a weird moment where you like wake up one day or it could be a series of things but you, you realize that you want to go on a different path or you realize that you have a certain amount of potential that maybe you didn't necessarily know you had, or you kind of just decide one day that like you want something different from your life. Mm -hmm. I always felt like, you know, there's an aspect to it where, <clears throat> you know, either whether it be friends or family that won't necessarily believe in you or support you, or, you know, when you first start out, they say that you can't do it or they don't think you can do it, et cetera. Like that's always a really interesting conversation to me. Because um, I feel like it's something everyone probably goes through. Yeah. You know, everyone probably experiences it in a little bit of a different way. So, I mean, what's your experience with it? When you, like, first started, did, like, anyone give you shit? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have friends that, that to this day still give me shit, you know. Um, but it's okay. You know, that, that's, that's what comes with what you want to become. That's what comes with becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're going to get these people. Um, and it's not it's not that they're out to get you sometimes, you know, most of the time it's your friends that know you as the past person, you know, they know you as this fun guy. And so, you know, when they kid around, you know, it's because they're like, why are you changing? You're the, the party guy. You're the, you're the one who got me into partying 
And now you're going to be this entrepreneur. It doesn't make sense. So they started clamming on you, but you know, it's, it's not like them out to attack you. I feel like it's more like them, like saying like, you know, I know you, you know, but really no one knows you better than yourself, yeah. you know? And when it comes to like family, um, there was a friend of mine, um, back in the day when I used to work in a warehouse and I was telling him all my dreams and stuff. And he had dreams too of, of becoming a real estate agent and this and that. And his dad is in Mexico and told him, Hey, like you have a secure job. Don't go doing other stuff. Like don't be dumb, this and that. And he was bummed out and he talked to me and I told him, look, it's not that your dad, you know, doesn't, you know, want you to succeed or, or is trying to hold you back. It's just that he cares about you and doesn't want you to get hurt. Right. Because entrepreneurship is a lonely business. Entrepreneurship is a scary business. And you're going to fall more than, more than, you know, than you succeed. That's a given. You need to understand if you decide to become an entrepreneur, you're going to fall a thousand times, you know? And one thing I've realized is not um, how many times you fall, but how quick you can get back up. Yeah. You know, I was seeing this, uh, this video on Instagram and I shared it with the, with the group on, on, uh, on the Instagram that we have the, the, for the digital era. I don't know if you saw it, but there was this girl that they were doing like the, the relay of the lap, you know, and, and uh, she was running and she fell and uh, everybody just kept running. So she got up real quick and she just started hauling ass. Like she was behind. She started hauling ass. And um, when they were going to the last lap and they were, the, the girls in the front were like almost done, they were like getting excited. She just fucking passed them. Oh, that's you know? awesome. dude, I got goosebumps, man. And, and, and that's what it means to be an entrepreneur. You're going to fucking fall on your ass, but you need to get up and you need to fucking hustle. You need to fucking grind. You need to fucking haul ass, you know? Um, and, and, and that's when you'll succeed. But, uh, anyways, going back to what I was saying about my friend, I told him, look, this guy loves you, but he doesn't want to see you get hurt. But you need to understand that, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a businessman, working for yourself you're going to fuck up a lot of shit. You know, you're going to fucking learn by fucking up. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can I cuss here? I, you know, I didn't. Yeah, dude. You can. <laughs> I'm over here talking shit. And... <laughs> Bro, you know. Yeah, I know. But that's the truth, man. Like you're going to fuck up regardless of what level you're in. You know, even Gary V says it, man, he fucks up a lot, but he doesn't fucking dwell on the past. Shit. I fucked up. Oh, wow. Let's keep going. Right. You know? And that's the kind of mentality people have to have, you know? And so I told him that, and, and uh, you know, he, he, he agreed, you know, and people need to understand that sometimes when people are clowning you or trying to tell you, no, don't do it. It's because they're trying to protect you. Right. You know, they're trying to protect you from, from, because a lot of people try to do these things, become entrepreneurs, work for themselves. And when they fail, they, they just lose everything. They, I mean, they hit rock bottom and they don't come back up, yeah. you know, and that's what they're trying to prevent you from doing. But you need to, if you come in with that mindset of, fuck, I'm going to fall. I'm going to eat shit. I'm going to eat dirt, you know, but eventually I'm going to make it. If you keep with that, come in with that mindset, I feel like then and then only will you succeed. Yeah, exactly. This is something that, I mean, I totally agree with everything you just said. This is something that it kind of actually probably took me, <clears throat> took me quite a while to kind of understand it. And it's, it's funny because I always say that like understanding something is way different than deploying it. And yep. then like, when you actually get to the point of understanding the concept and then you go to deploy it and you got to learn how to deploy that concept. Mm -hmm. There's like multiple steps to it, you know? Um, so it took me kind of a while to start deploying it. But like once you kind of hit that breakthrough point where you're, 
you realize that like, yeah, A, like, you know, your friends don't want, I mean, if they're actual good friends, like, you know, they just want to protect you. They don't really want anything bad to happen to you, you know? Um, and you're just kind of like in a different mindset than them. And that's kind of why they don't understand. Like, it's a weird mental shift that you go through, yep. kind of make these decisions for yourself and what you want out of life. So I like that you said that, you know, they just want to protect you. They kind of can't get what you're putting down. You can try to help them, you know, but it's really ultimately up to them if they kind of understand or not, or if, or if they're able to or want to understand. Um, but I just wrote this down while you were talking because you kind of sparked in an idea for me where I'm realizing that like a lot of people, they either like don't start on this journey or, you know, your friends will say, you know, negative stuff or hold you back or want you to not start because they're really scared of like just the one failure. Because I feel like we're taught throughout school or whatever, or your parents just trying to be parents, you're kind of taught like to not go make mistakes. They want you to kind of navigate this path like perfectly through life without failing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's absolutely ridiculous to think that that's how life works. You know what I yep. mean? I never really yep. thought about it that way before. But once I, once I like realized that, like, if you see a common thread between a lot of like successful people, whether they're like famous or not. You know, whether they're all over social media or they're just like the successful dude down the road who doesn't, you know, whatever. A common thread between them is they're all willing to fail over and over again. You know, yep. and being willing and letting yourself fail is a key aspect to developing as a person. I've always kind of felt that like, or one of the big realizations that I've had <clears throat> is that you can't really succeed in life without being willing to fail because that's the best way for you to develop. It's the yep. best way for you to learn, you know, it's the best way for you to get new skills or figure out what works and what doesn't is you got to just go pull the trigger and try, hope mm -hmm. for the best, you know, and then if it doesn't work out, then you kind of, you know, maybe dwell on it for like a second and try to figure out what's going on, but then go try again immediately, you know? Yep. Well, I think it's, it, it, go ahead. Yeah. It reminds me of a, 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 a Jim Rohn was speaking, you know, I saw it on a YouTube, uh, uh, post that he did and um he talks about for all these uh parents like i understand it because i'm a dad but he talks about a kid you know when would the kid walk you know the kid will walk when the the kid walks and that's it you know and if the kid falls 10 times you know the baby falls 10 times are you gonna say you know what sit your ass down you know you're just never gonna walk fuck no like you're gonna fucking make sure hey get back up you know and and that same concept is in everything in life you know, when I started uh, uh, working as a cook at Pickup Sticks, you know, I, I didn't know how to fucking walk, you know, use the walk, you know, flip the food and shit. I didn't know how to do none of that, you know, but I practiced, you know, my uncle, he was the, my uncle was the chef. So he was teaching me. He would like hold my hand and he would clown on me. He was like, I'm gonna hold your hand like, like pretty little girl, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, he was, he was showing me how to walk. Long story short, you know, three, four years later, I was the best damn cook there. You yeah. know, the youngest and the best. I was walking two hands, you know, I was making big flames, you know, like, like you see on the TV, be doing those fireballs and all this awesomeness. Um, but in the beginning, I wasn't like that, you know, but my uncle didn't say, you know what, you just fucking suck, sit your ass down or, or just get the veggies. He's like, no, like, dude, get down it again. I'm like, no, I burned the food. He's like, I don't care the food. Keep doing it. You know, I'm like, all right. So I kept doing it, you know, and, 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 and one thing I realized, and, I, and we talked about this last time is, uh, life is a game. You know, yeah. uh, enjoy it, play it. In a game, you fucking lose. You lose a lot, but yeah, you get back on. You fucking push start. You reset the game, whatever, and you fucking go at it again. Before you know, it, you fucking pass the whole game. 
you know? Yeah. And um, that's what you got to see. It's life is a game and, and you got to learn shit. You know, if you stay in the same place, you're dying. Yeah. You're just dying, you know? Yeah. That's actually a big mental shift that I definitely had. That was a part of my overall, you know, decision mm -hmm. to start down the path was the fact that like, if you're not constantly trying to grow, like, then yeah, like it sounds depressing or whatever. But honestly, the right type of person who hears that should just think like, holy crap, I'm motivated. You know what I mean? Like, if you're mm -hmm. not constantly growing or trying to better yourself or like advance yourself in your career, or whatever it may be, if you're just not trying to like get ahead in life, and you're just kind of like, like drifting, like you're just yeah, exactly. Like you're just sitting there getting older, you know, yep. you're just dying, just like you just said. Um, yep. the other thing I wanted to touch on that I think is really, really good is, um, you know, when you kind of compare life to a game and I think there's like, there's a lot to unpack there in my opinion, because like a, like what's, what's the point of a game to like have fun. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the other point of the game is to do well at it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, this is something that I heard from, uh, Jordan Peterson, who is like a big author and whatever. Um, he's got a great book, 12 rules for life. If anyone wants to check that out, I highly suggest it. Um, but he made a comparison to like watching his son play hockey <clears throat> and he was talking about how, like, you know, comparing life to the game of hockey where he's like, the point of the game isn't necessarily to win it. The point is to actually be good enough to continue playing the game. And like, that's, that blew my mind when he put it in that, in that, those terms, because mm -hmm. he was talking about how there was this kid who was like the stud on the team and he was super, super good. Um, but he was like, you know, a puck hawk or a puck hog or whatever the term mm -hmm. is, you yeah. know, didn't pass really good skater, great hockey player, but like, you know, was a terrible sport. No one wanted to play with him. You know what I mean? So it's like yep. him, it didn't matter that he was so good at hockey because he couldn't win the game on his own. Yep. He couldn't make relationships and, you know, no one wanted to play with him. So like he lost the opportunity to keep playing the game, you yep. know, and like, that's a great comparison. And, you know, so. That's why, like, you know, when I think of, um, cause like, it's kind of a cliche, you hear it a lot of people say that, like, you know, life's a game, whatever, da, da, da. But like, there's, there's a reason why that's a really good comparison. I feel like that's yep. an aspect of it. No, yeah. I, I love, uh, that you went there with the, the hockey game. And as, as you were talking, uh, and you said, uh, that you can't win the game by yourself. Yeah. And that is so true. And that's something I realized just recently, you know, I was trying to do everything. I'm trying, I was trying to, uh, market. I was trying to, um, uh, do my own logos. I was trying to do my own Photoshop. I was trying to do, you know, learn everything that needed to learn, you know? And, and I realized like, no dude, like you need to fucking build a team. Yeah. You know, you need to build a team. You need to find people like-minded people like you. They want to grow, you know? And then, um, another thing too, you know, for the, the listeners, it, um, and this is just something I believe, you know, uh, I'm not an expert in anything, but this is what I believe in. So I'm just speaking on, on my belief. Yeah. Um, if you want to start a business or if you already have a business, but you're not succeeding, I strongly believe that you need to come from a point of bringing value, yeah. you know, before asking for money. Um, that was my problem in the beginning. I was looking for a business that will, what business will pay me the most. Yeah. You know, and, and that mindset was really wrong. It is not until I made that shift and realized, you know what, where can I give the most value is when I started seeing, you know, people respond, 
Um, nowadays, back in the days, you had to be good with your words and had to have like this script to be able to sell to somebody. You know, it reminds me of, of um, The Wolf on Wall Street. You know, yeah. it reminds me of uh, Boiler Room. All these movies where, where you have to create, make the script and then, and then be able to uh, sell, you know? Yeah. And, and nowadays, I feel like, at least from my personal uh, point of view, um, that still works if you want the money quick. But if you want to build a long relationship, I feel like you need to get to know this person. Yeah. Not only that, you need to you need to uh, bring them value. Right. You know, Gary V. I just saw a post right now as I was waiting for you. Uh, Gary V. says, hundred dollars for my shoes. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. I don't expect you to buy anything from me. Don't buy anything from me if you can't. Yeah. You know, that's fine. I don't expect you to. He's like, if I haven't brought you value, if I haven't done this, and it's like, I I get the mindset. You know, if I can bring someone value where they where, where they're making money now, now they can help me. You see what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> if, if I can show someone how to start their Amazon business and start making money, next time I say, hey, you know what? I got this business going without expectation. I got this business going and, um, you know, if, if you can help with this, that'll be awesome. If, he said, if this person says no, that's fine. You know, I'll find someone else because I'm building a team. But you have that leverage because one, you help them make their business, you know? And I feel like that's what Gary, that's what Gary Vee's doing. Yeah. He's, he's helping people create their business. He's helping them make their money so that when he has something, he can ask, right. you know, he can, he can give that, that hook, yeah. you know, saying, Hey, you know, I have this book out, you know, go get it. Right. How many, how many, how many, how many books do you want? Right. You know? And, and it's not like, like he's trying to sell to you or he's, he's like attacking you. No, dude, he's giving you so much value. You, you're the man you are now because of the value. You yeah. know, like now you buy 10, 15 books for your, for your team. You know what I mean? Like it, it makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to your listeners, but it's making sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I, I love that you brought that up because like when I first saw him start running posts like that, where he's just like, yo, if you can't afford the shoes, or like, you know, if you can't afford my book or you don't think it's valuable, whatever, like, I don't want you or expect you to buy it. And what's funny is the way you put it where you said, like, you know, if his content or his books or whatever, like, help them get to a point or like his message and his brand help these people get to a point where they are making enough money, then they can actually afford his his stuff or his products, or his services or whatever. So yep. it, it's like, it's, it's like next level business. Like, that's like, yep. it's on it's business on a whole nother level because he's incorporating like the 5149 rule where he's yep. always in the leverage position. And it's not a negative thing. It sounds, I've always like kind of thought it was funny that like to somebody who doesn't really under, understand it, it probably sounds like, you know, it's kind of like a negative thing, but it's really not when he says, you know, just having leverage on someone, it just means that you're constantly providing enough value that they come back. So you yes. to keep playing the game, you know, um, and then the other thing is, um, it reminds me, <clears throat> it reminds me of something I've heard where like someone was like, business isn't like a transaction where it's like one person gets money and another person gets a product. Like what a really good business transaction is, is like both people benefit. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I get you as a client and you pay me 
I am helping you out with X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Yes. And what's funny is like you're both getting value from that. It's, it's mutually beneficial. That's good business. Bad business is when it's one-sided. Because yep. it's just a matter of time until something goes wrong. They get mad. They lose money or whatever. So like, you know, building a really good business is making sure that, or just relationships in general. It doesn't have to be a business thing. It could just be like relationships in general. Everything is just always better when like both people on either side of it are both getting value, giving value and, you know, benefiting and, you know, growing or, you know, all that. Yes. Yeah. So true. You know, and, and when people start realizing that it's, that's going to be a thing in a few years from now, you know, people are going to, our generation, I think. Yep. People are going to be like, you know, you want to learn how to sell and that's going to be the thing, you know? And, and when people, if people can realize that now they could be, you know, in the, in the beginning stages, Right. It can be the coaches. It can be the ones, you know, showing, you know, so, I mean, that's just what I believe as a person. So. Yeah. I'm with you hundred percent, man. Um, I want to take a sharp left turn and I want to talk about you a little bit more in terms of uh, your podcast. Cause mm. one of the reasons why I'm going to put my notebook down, just talk to you. Um, one of the reasons why I really wanted to get you on my podcast is a, just because I love you as a person. I love talking to you, but also the fact that I think you're deploying a lot of these strategies really, really, really well. Um, and I think it's a really good example specifically your, I think your podcast is a really good example of a lot of these things that, you know, you and I agree on and we believe in, you know, all this, you know, Gary Vee mindset type stuff and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So like one of the things that I noticed is when you first started off, you actually weren't you kind of randomly jumped into the podcast without any sort of plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Cause I think that's actually a good lesson for a lot of people to understand. Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, joining the, the digital era, you know, it, in the past, I've always had that mindset of, I'm going to, I'm going to get the uh, podcast going. I don't yeah. know what, but I'm going to get a podcast going. <laughs> and, uh, when I joined the digital era, you know, a lot of people were saying, Hey, uh, uh, read, uh, Gary V's, um, crushing it. Yeah. And so I went to Target, saw it there, and I was like, that's a sign. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, it is. So I bought it, and um, within the first five pages, it just hit me. I got to make this freaking podcast. You know, and, and the first time I've done it, I've never done this before in the past. They hit me. I said, I got to make this podcast. I got the phone. I, 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 I downloaded Anchor, and, I, and I, I made Upcoming Entrepreneurs, you know, podcast. Um, I just jumped into it. I, I didn't. I feel like if we overthink things, we end up not doing them Yeah. because then, then we get into ourselves or something, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, but what about this? What about, no, I just freaking got the phone. Let's do it. Boom, boom, boom. And, uh, you know, I've been talking to you, you know, in the beginning. So then I was like, you know what? I, I feel like Spencer is, is, is real. He's not going to BS, you know? And, and I, and I told you in the, in the first episode, you know, and, um, so I asked, him, I was like, dude, can you, you know, do me a favor? And you were willing. And, uh, the reason why I started this podcast more than anything was um, I realized that the issues and the problems that I have, many people have, you know, I realized that I'm not the only one that doesn't know at all. Yeah. I'm not the only one that wants to learn, but doesn't know how I'm not. There's so many people. Yeah. So I, I said, you know what, I'm going to make this podcast because I can one, just ask people, Hey, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And then I get benefit or two, I can ask them in a podcast and not only do I get the benefit, but anybody who else is willing to, you know, listen to the podcast, gets the benefit, you know? So, um, the original, uh, 
vision or it was, you know, um, how do I put it? How do I put it? Okay. You know, we all listen to the, the giants get interviewed, you know, Gary V, Tony Robbins, they all get interviewed. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that's awesome. You get good nuggets, you know, gold nuggets, but I can't relate to them because they're so high up there. Right. So my vision was, I wanted to interview people that were in my level or even a little bit above me. That's fine. But people that I can relate to that I can see that I can do that, you know? Yeah. And so that was my vision. And I said, Hmm, if that's what I want to do, or that's what I'm seeing, there's a lot of people out there that they can relate to that too. They yeah. would want to hear a, a, a podcast where people are on the same level as they are, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, that was going through my head. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just kind of went with it. And as every podcast I did, I got a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, I'm now, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I, I, I love what I'm doing. I've, I've been getting nice feedback from people saying, Hey, you know, um, I was going through a tough time, but you know, the time, you know, that I needed to hear your podcast and I heard it, that's exactly the perfect time that, that, that you know, that, that I, um, that helped me, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, so that was one. Another person was like, you know what, I, I'm struggling with money. And, uh, you know, the, the, the one I did with Kelvin, they loved it, you know? So people are coming to me asking me like, Hey, can you do a podcast on this? And now I'm trying to go out and look for these people, you know, because not only is it going to help me, but it's going to help them. And that's what I, that's what I love that I'm making an impact, you know, and in, in the past in my other businesses, I wasn't making an impact. I wasn't bringing value. I was just trying to get money, you know, but now it's like, well <laughs> yeah, now it's like, I'm getting, I'm giving the value. And I feel like that pays me more than any, any dollar amount can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because like, that's something that I realized too, that I think it's funny that and I think I originally heard this concept from Gary, but he's basically just like, once you stop trying to get money and just benefit yourself and you kind of focus on just like getting better as a person and bringing value and whatever else, that's when the money comes. Yep. Like, so ironic that like, if, like if I were to talk to someone who like, even if they were semi-successful or whatever, um, and they were to just be like, yeah, man, I want the Lambo. I want the jets. I want the cars. I want the women. I want the watches, you know? And it's just like, dude, like, I feel like that you're going to run out of gas at some point if that's yep. like the only thing or like what even scares me more is like, say you were, uh, I think my, my laptop almost died. <laughs> <laughs> um, say like, you know, you were just all about that kind of stuff. And then you get there and you get all that stuff and you like realize like, oh, I'm not happy. Like mm -hmm. how terrible that would be. You would have like a, you would have a whole, you would have an enormous identity crisis because yep. you're like, I got to where I thought I wanted to be. And guess what? I'm still not happy. And yep. uh, I think that's a really good point. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you or the other thing that you said that I really thought I wanted to point out was um, this is a big one for anyone, but specifically for me. I like that you were saying how like, you know, you basically are just putting your weaknesses out there or yeah. you're willing to not be afraid. You're willing to show people what you don't know and what you're not good at. That in itself has so much value because I feel like when I first started putting stuff out there that I was terrified of being like, well, everyone's going to know that I don't know. I don't know stuff or I don't know how to mm -hmm. do this. And I don't know how to do that. And I'm not super, super successful yet. And it's just like, yeah, no shit. Just like you said literally hundreds of millions of people are billions of people are yeah. on your same level or like can relate to you. Yep. It's like the thing 
that I feel like most people are afraid of is like, you know, and I don't know what that comes from. That's a whole different discussion. But like, yeah, like being willing to just like be authentic and show what you don't know is exactly the way to get better at stuff and learn stuff. Because you know, you put yourself out there and you start meeting people and you learn this, you learn that, et cetera. So I think that's a really good point. The other thing, yeah. the other thing that I wanted to touch on that you said is like, you know, when you were talking about people above, below you at your level, whatever, Oh yeah, that's another like mindset thing that I have really had a shift in is the fact that like, it's not that like people are like, like you got to change the scale that you're measuring it. It's not like they're, they're better or they're worse. It's almost just like, are they further along than you or are they information? Right. It's how long have you been playing the game? Yeah. How much information you got? Exactly. Like you Mm -hmm. just don't know stuff. It's not like you're bad and you suck at it. I mean, maybe you do, but like, that doesn't mean that doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you an idiot. It just means you don't know. Just like a whole shit ton of other people about that. You you, you got some, you got other strengths, you know, it's just, that's it and you can learn and get better at shit like shocker isn't it it's so funny that like these concepts although they're like enormously impactful they're like once you kind of learn them you have like that clicking like oh and then you kind of like i always laugh when i have these like little epiphany moments in my life because i'm just like this is so obvious how did i not realize this yeah yeah and and to to kind of uh uh go a little more in depth to what you were saying about the you know the people above and with you and then below you so the listeners can understand is um there's a saying that says you know uh if you're the smartest person in the room uh get a new room you know uh or or the five people you hang around with are you know the people the person you're going to become etc etc pretty much the sayings are saying go with people that are smarter than you so you can become smarter and um what i told spencer was you know um was I, 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 yeah, it makes sense. But my, what I listened to, I listened to Ty Lopez once and, and, uh, he said that you have to have 33, 33, 33%, 33% with people that are above you. And when it comes to, uh, when I say above you, I mean like in information uh, of, you know, of success of playing the game longer, like you said, right. um, people that are your level and then people that are below you, which, you know, people that are maybe just starting, you know, and, and, and want to learn. And the reason why I, I agreed with that was because you want to have people that are above you, people that can teach you, you know, but you also want to have people at your level, people you can relate to, you know, people that you feel comfortable with that, that you see them grow and you grow as well because you're like, man, like this guy's killing it. I'm killing it. I feel like we're, we're doing amazing things, you know? Um, and then people below you. And like I said, it's not that they're, you know, uh, peasants, you know? Yeah. below you what i mean is like that they're, they're just getting started in the game that they want to learn earlier, right they're just yeah. earlier in the process and, and and uh being able to teach you know i feel like everybody wants to teach yeah you know everybody everybody if they have something of course they want to teach they you know they want to be the teacher they want to be the 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 sensei you know yeah. but that's what that's why I, I strongly believe in the 33 33 33 you know um you want to learn from others but you also want to teach you want to leave an impact in the world, you know, not just learning, learning, learning. You also want to be the one that makes a change in the world. So yeah. the one that makes a difference, you know? Yeah. Dude, so, when you were, when you were explaining that, I actually just kind of realized, I think I just, I think I just brought my understanding of that concept from him a little bit better 
it's it's really it's all about being constantly in a state of development because it's mm-hmm. like with the people that are you know quote unquote below you or and let's just say earlier the people that are earlier in the process than you are that is where you can teach them which is one of the best ways of learning um, and it's also where you can yep. kind of go and be the stud and kind of practice you know mm-hmm. like although you may not learn. It's, 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 um, you know what it is? It's like testing the market. Like say you have a product and you put it out there and you don't dump mm-hmm. all of your money into it. You're just kind of testing the market to see how your product does. Yep. Like that's what it is. Like the people who are earlier than you are, that's like your market for you to test stuff. And that's where the whole engine is running. And that's where you can teach and learn what you're good at, what you're not good at, et cetera. Yes. The people yes. above you or ahead of you are, you know, the people that you can watch and see what they're doing and learn from them. And yep. you know, Learn from their mistakes, learn from their success, learn from everything. Because they're ahead of you. So they can compact lessons that you can learn into a shorter amount of time that it took them to learn. Yes. And then the people who are, quote unquote, at the same level as you, those are like the accountability factor. That's where you can see, like, how am I doing? Is everyone who's on my same level, like, are they passing me? Are they speeding ahead of me? You know, and you can kind of Mm -hmm. You're at, and that's like an accountability factor to make sure you're not falling behind, or you know, you know, it kind of like is a, a gut check or a pulse on how you're doing almost. Yeah, yeah, it's a really that's good awesome. way. To put it. I just totally, I'm learning that myself right now. And look, me and you are what quote unquote on the same level. So, again, that just happened live. Yeah, that's what I feel like. <laughs> that's what I feel like. I'm learning, shit, just yeah, talking. yeah, talking to yeah. You. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about? I mean, we're, we're touching on such good shit here, but um, yeah, dude, you know, this is, this is amazing, man. I mean, uh, you know, in my podcast, when we talk, dude, like we, 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 we light it up, you know? So, you know, I wanted to bring as much value as I could over here to you guys as well, man. Definitely. What's your plans for the podcast? Where do you kind of, um, where do you see it going? Because it's funny how you started off talking to me, which I don't know jack shit and I'm, I'm annoying. <laughs> you, got, you know, you got people like Adrian and Calvin, like, when you had those dudes on, I was like, oh, shit, dude. Eddie's getting some real people going on there. Like, those guys are no joke. Those guys know what the hell they're talking about. I reached out to both of them and talked to them a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, Actually, so, uh, tell, me, tell me about how it's developing, where you want it to go, and how you feel. Yeah, so, so uh, my cast, uh, originally, I feel like the only person I asked to be on, like, I had to go out and ask, was you. Other than that, everybody else has has come and ask like dude i want to be in it i'm like okay cool really? you know and Great. yeah dude everybody i like it's kelvin too <laughs> i ask kelvin too but yeah um i've also gotten people from instagram that are not from the digital era you know reach out to me saying hey dude like you know um you should interview this person or you know or these other people will be like dude uh, you know i like what you're doing i i want to be a part of it yeah dude definitely um first of all if you have a mission or, or a vision that that a lot of people can relate to uh you just attract the right people yeah you know um my vision for this podcast is to interview anybody i feel like everybody and anybody has a story to tell you know uh some people are further along in the game than others but definitely i do want to evolve it into because right now it's all voice i want to evolve it into video yeah. Be able to put it in different markets, you know, be able to put it in YouTube, you know, uh, be able to put it in, in, in Instagram, you know, and all these other different platforms. Um, so I definitely wanted to change it to video. Um, but I mean, I have big plans for it. Um, I was listening to uh, Lewis Hells. 
And he said he just reached 700 interviews over six, six years. And I'm thinking, like, I have a long way to go. <laughs> I was like, damn, man, you know, I have a long way to go. But this guy is a master. See, what I'm doing is I'm trying to master my craft. I'm yeah. looking at these people that are killing it in the podcast industry. And I'm seeing what they're doing right. You know, who are they interviewing? How the questions? I'm trying to master my craft. And not only that, I listen to my own podcast as well. I'm trying to listen to what I could have said better. Oh, excuse me. I'm listening to what I could have said better. I'm listening to, uh, um, you know, what I missed out. I should have said this. I should have said, I'm just trying to better myself, you know? Um, and by doing so, it's, uh, it goes back to that 33, 32, 33. My podcast has that same mindset. Yeah. I want to I interview people that are uh, ahead of me, people that are my level, and people that are under. Um, and it comes back to in the game. Now, I don't want people to be thinking like, what do you mean under you? No. <laughs> you know, people that are it's new the in the game to, it's the only way to like like yeah. display what you're trying to i know what you mean it's kind of yeah tough. because it's not I, derogatory but you're not trying to be you're not trying to be mean mm-hmm. uh, because like like i said the original vision for this podcast is for people that are listening to relate yeah. now if i if i only interview people that are on the on the on the on the grind and on the top you're just doing the, the same thing everyone else yeah. is so uh, i'm trying to give that that you know i'm trying to get the three different buckets you know, like uh, being able to get, you know, people that are in the new in the game or people even that are, are thinking of getting into the game. that yeah. are not really, quote unquote, entrepreneurs, yeah. because I want to know what their mindset is. You know, I want to know what their struggles are and how are they uh, are able to get out. And sometimes they don't know how to get out of it. And that's where I come in. I can give that value to them while right. others are listening. I'm, huh, you know what? Eddie's right. I should do that, too, because I'm in that same place this person is in. And, yeah. and Eddie's is so. You know, that, that's the vision. That's the goal. Um, one thing that I want to say, just because I, I thought of it, I don't want to forget it, and I want to put it, you know, to Leanne, and then I forget. Um, <laughs> I, I was listening to Adrian's uh, um, post. I don't know if you're following him, but he said, we're in quarter four. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're in October, October, November, December, uh, which means that a lot of people shut down. It's the holidays. Yeah. You know, and he says that, Q4 is the time to kill it because everybody's shut down. That's when you're preparing for the next year, right. 2019. So I was in that mindset of shutting down. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm a human being. I, I was going to, you know, I, I got birthdays to take care of. I got, you know, um, Halloween, you know, I got kids and all that stuff. So I was like, but I heard them like, dude, this was right. Like if I don't do something this quarter, 2019 is going to be the same as 2018. Yeah. You know, so so for my listeners, I know I just jumped from one thing to another, but I wanted <laughs> I want to say this. For the yeah. listeners, you know, um Q4, you know, um go it out is. and get it, man. Yeah. Go out and get it. Don't 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 wait till New Year's to do your resolution. Start <laughs> it now so that you can, you know, have that, you know, advance. But um Yeah, because if you don't yeah, feel strong, you're just like those runners in that marathon that got passed by the chick who fell, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going mm-hmm. to finish strong. You're going to get past right before the finish line. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. Yep. One of the things that I think you've yep. done really, really well, I mean, you've done a lot well with the podcast, in my opinion, but one thing that I've really appreciated in terms of like how you get guests on is that like, you're just willing to ask. Um, and I think that's something that like, 
that's like a basic function that goes across a multitude of different things in life and business. But like just being willing to ask, not being afraid of the no, like that's something yeah. that I struggle with a lot is because like, you know, I, I can be, I can be like a perfectionist and, you know, I want to do things really, really well. So sometimes I plan too much instead of just pulling the trigger. And like, I find myself very often like, how am I going to ask, you know, like, you know, who should I ask? Like, should I ask them to do this, et cetera? Da, 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 da. And at that point, you're kind of just psyching yourself out. And it's like, like, you know, you're just afraid of the no at that point. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't be afraid of the no, because you're never going to get anywhere if you're not willing to hear no. Like, there's plenty of other opportunity and people out there. So yep. don't be afraid of the no. Like, I mean, I think you've yeah. done that really well. No, yeah. I've, I've actually got a lot of people who said no to me on the podcast. Yeah. And one thing that you need to know is that in any kind of business career that you're in, uh, there's going to be no's and don't take it personally. That's not the right fit for your, for your vision. That's not the right fit for your company. That's not the right fit for, don't take it personally. You don't want to have someone in your business. The last thing, the last thing you want to have <laughs> is in your business. That's going to affect it. Yeah. You know, right. that, that's not happy to be there. You know? So, so if I was to, force someone to come into my podcast yeah. and not give me their a game it's gonna be like dude you're just messing up what i'm trying to do here you know so it, i want to look for people that believe in what i'm trying to do exactly. um same thing with working at the bank you know if, if if i'm offering you a product because i think it's gonna benefit you whether it's a credit card a personal loan whatever it is and you say no hey you know what i don't want to force it upon you and then you say you know what i made a bad decision you know, this guy, for, no, dude, you need to choose for yourself. You're an adult, you know, and if you feel like that's not the fit, it's fine. I'm here to provide that. I'm here to, to coach you. I'm here to guide you. But at the end of the day, the decision's the other person. You know, I've got people say no, said no to me. You know, people have said no to me, you know, not right now. Or I'm busy and this and that. And it's like, that's fine. You know, right. it, it, if you ever have some time, cool. If not, I understand. Like right. Gary Vee says, you know, you can't, I understand. It is what it is. So yeah. uh, if you have that, you know, anybody who's listening that, um, if you have that mindset that if, if um, you go out and ask and they say no, and you understand that like, you get it, okay, that you do it, it gets easier. Yeah. You know, just come and saying, hey, you know, uh, can you do this? You know, uh, no. Okay. Or, 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 or off the back, hey, um, I would appreciate it. Or, or, uh, can you do me the honor of doing this for me? Now, yeah. if you can't, I understand. And shit, they're going to be like, well, I got, I can't say no. Good. Now I feel bad, you know, exactly. but, uh, yeah, that's, you know, I, I'm, I think, I just think that's the way you got. Yeah. Go ahead. I think, I think something that you brought up is like, uh, like, uh, like just because it's such a good point that like, you know, they say, no, you don't want that person. You know, it's like same thing with a business. Like if I'm calling, if I'm calling a business and I want to talk to them about marketing services, whatever, and they say, no, they're not interested and da, 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 da. Like if they're already marketing, then like, okay, there's a conversation to be had, but say that they're like, you know, they're not marketing at all. They don't believe in doing any sort of digital marketing or like Google AdWords or SEO or anything digital at all. Right. I don't want to sit there and convince that person that they should do this because they obviously mm -hmm. believe in it to begin with. So like, you know, yep. 
marketing doesn't just pop off. It's something that you kind of build into your business. So it can take some time to build a really good marketing strategy and multiple campaigns. So like it take, there's a rev up period, you know? So like, yep. that's something that I kind of had to struggle with and learn that I'm kind of still trying to figuring out the kinks is the fact that just like you said, if someone says no, that's okay. Because you don't necessarily want someone who doesn't believe in what you're doing or believe in the services that you offer to be a yep. part of it because they're just not going to appreciate it or they're going to give you trouble or whatever. And that's going to hurt you in the end. So it's mm -hmm. ironic. It's ironic that in that sense, because you just think, you just think about the transaction. You're just thinking about the black and white, the yes or the no. Like I want yeses, not no's. Well, no, you actually want them both, you know? And then the yep. other thing that I've kind of learned that I think is important that I still struggle with, but I'm working on it is um, just because someone says no now doesn't mean it's a no forever. You know, it might just not be a good time. So I'm thinking like in, in the case of your podcast, yep. say you hit someone up and they're pretty big. They got 15, 20 K on Instagram or something like that. You know, they're an entrepreneur, multiple ventures, whatever, you know, and say they're just like, no, I'm not interested. Da, 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 da. Okay. Give it three, four, five years. Right. Say that, you know, wherever they're at, you've grown and you're kind of on a similar level to them now at this point in terms of your social media following and whatever, you know, and then they come, they, you know, they, they see you again, you know, whether it be you ask them or they just see it on social because you're, you have a brand that you're kind of being able to toss around mm -hmm. now, you know, they're going to be like, holy shit. I remember that guy from three, four years ago asked me to do his podcast. Mm -hmm. I said, no, you know what I mean? So then they could be like, holy shit, that's awesome. And they'd be happy to do it now. So now they're a believer. You know what I mean? Like it's yep. just because it's a no now doesn't mean it's a yep. no forever. Yep. That's so true, man. It's so yeah. true. I think that like in your answer, you definitely like that was definitely laced in there. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah, man. Let's and, see. and then another thing too, I just want to add too is uh, uh, that's uh, also like for people that are working at a company and um, you know, their, their sales, um, you're going to be or forth, but they're going to be on you for not being aggressive. Right. You know? And that's why I want to become, my own boss. That's why I'm, I'm working on, on this day in and day out to become my own boss. Because when you're your own boss, you know, no one can tell you anything, you yeah. know, you, you reap what you sow and that's it. Like if, if, if it's not a good uh, year for you, well, shit, that, what did you do? Right. You know, but yeah. no one can tell you now if your vision and your decision is like, you know, I'm going to build a relationship with these people and I'm not going to sell. That's your business. You do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Now, people, you know, uh, businesses that, that, for example, bank, they, they fucking drill you. Why aren't you selling? And, and you, and you, and, and, you know, me, I've, I've argued with the managers, you know, because I have a certain belief and we go at it back and forth. And I, I'm not saying go, go at it with your, with your manager, yeah. but I, I just have this belief, you know, that I'm not here to sell to people. I'm here to educate them. And yeah. show them the good about certain things, and they make the decision. Yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, you have to have your own business to be able to do whatever the fuck you want. You know. Yeah. So that's my decision. Why I'm becoming a business owner. Uh, you know, that's one of the decisions. Why? There's other reasons why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a really big one for me too. I'm totally with you on that. Like I've always kind of imagined myself like, okay, when I'm building my business. I think that kind of it brings in the idea of going slow into it. I think one of the best, one of the things that really, really good businesses have in common is like their client base is like so dedicated. 
And I feel like the reason why is because they've been really patient and steady with bringing on clients that, you know, they put the client first and like, that sounds cliche, but like, let me unpack it. Cause it, there's a lot more to it than just the surface level. They put the client first in the sense that they're like building the relationship and they're doing what's best for them and they respect their opinion and they respect that it's their decision to make at the end of the day. Yes. So they help them out yes. at the speed that they're willing to go. So mm-hmm. like over time, that's where patience comes in over time that client is getting a little bit more value and a little bit more value and, you know, say that they're being, they're, you know, bringing in a little bit more revenue and you're helping them out and, you know, you're helping them get there. And then they're willing to like, okay, you know what, this guy has been helping me for X amount of months or whatever, and it's going, well, let me give him another shot. Let me try something else that he offers, you know, when you're not pushing them, whatever. Okay. So then they bring on the next thing and it's going to compound and compound and compound to the point where they've been your client for like five, five, 10, 15 years or whatever. And when you do that and you build up an entire client base, that's littered, it's only clients like that. Like they're never going to leave you. You know what I mean? Or it's very rare or in a very extreme circumstance of why they would leave you. Like if you do what's best for them 24 seven and kind of let them go at their speed, you may need to push them a little bit and challenge them a little bit. But if they push back or like, don't want to hear it, then like, I agree with you. Like, I don't think you should really like shove them into it just because you want to sell them something. Like let them figure it out, let them educate themselves and learn and see the results and whatever else. Like if they're comfortable with working with you, then they're going, you know, and then you get to the point the whole the whole idea of this is you get to the point where they're they're they trust you. You know what I mean? So yep. you're turning you're turning one transaction into a lifetime of transactions and that's mm-hmm. really good business. And like that's something yep. that I think you would you kind of were just basically saying. I think you would totally agree with that. That like that's how mm-hmm. I I want to build my business and you know, I cuz I kind of struggle with that at lo- at work a little bit where mm-hmm. you know, we're at the point where like, you know, it's just like sell 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 you know, shove products down people's throats. And, you know, I'm still learning. So a lot of that is kind of my fault because I'm still learning how to present these concepts and these ideas and tell the story. But right, at the, like, like at the end of the day, like, you know, you don't want to just be shoving stuff down people's throats. They got to kind of learn it on their own, you know? And then, and then I like what you Patience. Having some technical difficulties. You do? Oh. Hey, can you back now? up like 10 seconds? I was talking about the patience. You know yeah. how I love how you said patience because in anything you do in life, it requires patience. I don't give a fuck what you're trying to do. Patience is the key. Um, it reminds me of a. Um, sorry, <clears throat> I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> bunny. Right. Yeah, let's go back to the patience. Yeah, patience is a key. You know. Um, it, it's 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 like the bread and butter. Like if you need to understand that if if you don't have patience, you're you might get success like off the back for some whatever reason, right. but it's not gonna sustain. It's yeah. not gonna be sustained. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, man, I, I had I lost it with the scenes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, man. Um I wanna wrap it up actually. I love talking to you, but we're kind of starting to lose connection a little bit. And yeah. I think, I think there was a ton of good stuff in there. And, you know, I know people don't want to, don't want to listen to me drone on and on and on for two and a half <laughs> hours because I could talk to you for yeah. two and a half hours. So I definitely have you on, uh, again, man. And uh, we're actually going to be doing, oh, dude, yeah, we're going to be doing our meetup this Sunday and I'm so stoked to see everyone. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to yes. be you again. 
Yeah, man. We'll see you there, man. Cause, uh, yeah, it looks like we're cutting off back and forth. So thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, um, people get value off of this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's definitely some good stuff in there. So dude, thank you again for coming on. Always love talking to you, man. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right, see you, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah.